Hello, and welcome to A Course in Miracles for Regular People. I'm your host, Reverend Robin. In this podcast, we read and discuss the text of A Course in Miracles. I also have another podcast that is reading and discussing the daily workbook lessons. That one is called A Course in Miracles Daily Workbook Lessons for Regular People. I love talking with people about A Course in Miracles and the daily lessons, and I welcome interaction and feedback. There are several ways you can reach out to me if you'd like to chat. I'm on Twitter at ACIMFOR. I have a Facebook page called A Course in Miracles for Regular People. You can email me at ACIMFRP, that's A Course in Miracles for Regular People, ACIMFRP at gmail.com. Or you can simply go to anchor.fm and leave me a voice message. Actually, you can also make donations on Anchor if you'd like to support this podcast, and I really appreciate that. Now let's get started with today's episode. Hello, and welcome to episode number 73. Today we are continuing with chapter 4, The Illusions of the Ego, and we will be starting section 1, Right Teaching and Right Learning. Last week, we did the introduction to chapter four. And my biggest takeaways from the introduction were that it reinforced the understanding of the difference between the thought systems of making and creating. That speaking comes from the ego. Speaking that comes from the ego is making illusions and being dispirited. And being dispirited is what causes us to feel fatigue. The second thing was that speaking from spirit is being inspired and creating in truth. And being inspired or in spirit is what gives us energy and joy and enthusiasm. And the third thing was that what true devotion is is speaking from spirit and helping someone else to continue to move forward on their journey. And when we do that, we move forward on our own journey as well. So keeping those things in mind, let's get into chapter four, section one, right teaching and right learning. It says, a good teacher clarifies his own ideas and strengthens them by teaching them. In previous episodes, I have mentioned an old proverb. I think it's an old Hindu proverb, and it says, To learn, read. To know, write. To understand or to master, teach. Continuing. Teacher and pupil are alike in the learning process. They are in the same order of learning, and unless they share their lesson, their lessons, conviction will be lacking. Now, conviction is important. Miracle principle number 14 says that miracles bear witness to the truth. They are convincing because they arise from conviction. Without conviction, they, the miracles, deteriorate into magic, which is mindless and therefore destructive, or rather the uncreative use of mind. So that was principle, miracle principle number 14. So the teacher continues to learn even while teaching. 
continuing with the text, it says, a good teacher must believe in the ideas that he teaches. It's really tough to teach something that you don't believe. And it says, he must also meet another condition. He must believe in the students to whom he offers the ideas. And that's because it's also very difficult to teach something to someone that you don't believe has the capability or desire to learn what you're trying to teach. Continuing with chapter, uh, not ch paragraph two. Many stand guard over their ideas <clears throat> because they want to protect their thought systems as they are. And learning means change. Usually we like what we believe and we don't want to believe something different. Or even when we don't like what we believe, we don't want to change it because we like to be right. Or maybe we don't want to change it because the new belief might be wrong. In traditional teachings of Christianity, we're taught that if we don't pray the sinner's prayer and ask to be forgiven for our sins, that we'll burn in hell for all eternity. That's a scary thing to believe. But we'd rather play it safe and believe that than to learn that God is only love and there is no opposite to love because love is all-encompassing. Continuing, change is always fearful to the separated because they cannot conceive of it as a move towards healing the separation. They always perceive it as a move toward further separation because the separation was their first experience of change. You believe that if you allow no change to enter into your ego, you will find peace. I'd rephrase that whole thing and say, we'd rather stay with the devil we know than go with the angel we don't because where we are is familiar. So continuing. This profound confusion is only possible if you remain at the same, if you maintain that the same thought system can stand on two different foundations. Nothing can reach spirit from the ego, and nothing can reach the ego from spirit. Spirit can neither strengthen the ego nor reduce the conflict within it. The ego is a contradiction. Yourself, small s, a.k.a. your ego, and God's self, capital S, are in opposition. They are opposed in source, in direction, and in outcome. They are opposed in source because God's self was not made by our small self, small s, as was our ego. They are opposed in direction because God's self is unity and the ego is separation. They are opposed in outcome because God's outcome is perfect peace, love, joy, and oneness. The ego's outcome is separation, vulnerability, and fear. So continuing, they are fundamentally irreconcilable because spirit cannot perceive and the ego cannot know. They are therefore not in communication and can never be 
in communication. Nevertheless, the ego can learn, even though its maker can be misguided. He, the maker of the ego, cannot, however, make the totally lifeless out of the life given. So the ego can learn. It cannot really know anything. It only perceives what is around it. But it can learn about the environment that it lives in and stuff like that. <clears throat> but the maker of the ego cannot make the totally lifeless out of the life given. In chapter 3, section 7, and that was in episode 71, if you want to go back and listen to it, it talks about thought systems having a starting point of either making or creating. Creating, of course, is based on knowledge, while making is based on lies. But that doesn't mean that the thought system is weak because it says, nothing made by a child of God is without power. So the maker of the ego cannot make something that is totally lifeless because even though he's misguided and making something that doesn't really exist, the maker has been created by God and therefore has life in himself. So anything that he makes, even if it's not real, there is some sort of power in it. So here's my takeaways from this episode. Number one, right teaching is when the teacher continues to learn, when they believe in what they're teaching, and when they believe that those they're teaching want to learn. Number two, that ego can learn, but it's very resistant to learning because learning something means changing something. And that's scary to the ego because the first change that it experienced was separation. And number three, that the spirit and ego are fundamentally irreconcilable because spirit cannot perceive and ego cannot know. This week, I wish you a week of wanting to learn. Many blessings. Namaste.